Good morning. We welcome everybody, especially our visitors and guests. Glad to have y'all with us this morning. And uh, hope you have a good service worshiping this morning. For our visitors, we do have connect cards in the in the pews, in the racks, and you're welcome to fill one out and share a little information so that uh, we can get back in touch with you uh, as need be. It's for giving. Uh, if you'd like to go to cypressstreet.church/give, uh, you can do your giving that way, or we have a box in the back of the sanctuary. Uh, you're welcome to uh, drop something in the box. Glad to have you with us this morning. Um, we do have a couple of church business meetings this week. For those that are involved with the council or business team, please uh, please note the times and the days. Uh, we'll also be serving lunch at Grace Place this week, uh, tomorrow. Um, so if you'd like to help out, you go before 11. If you're going to help serve, 11 to 1. So. I'm glad to have any assistance there. Um, they're doing good work for folks. Um, just to uh, to get us started this morning, and uh, I tried to pick one in line with Brother Ray's uh, message this morning, and uh, talking a little bit about praising God from Psalm 103. Now, you know the difference between thanksgiving and praise. If you're going to give thanks, you're giving thanks to God for all that He's done for you, for all the blessings He's provided. But if we're going to praise Him, we're going to recognize the attributes of God, the things that are part of who He is and, and how He uh, started all of this for us. So we're going to do a little praise this morning. It's Psalm 103. Don't worry, I'm not going to read the whole. Just selected verses. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger abounding in love. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is His love for those who fear Him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. From everlasting to everlasting, the Lord's love is with those who fear Him and His righteousness with their children's children. The Lord has established His throne in heaven, and His kingdom rules over all. Praise the Lord, you His angels, you mighty ones who do His bidding, or who obey His word. Praise the Lord, all His heavenly hosts, you His servants who do His will. Praise the Lord, all the works everywhere in His dominion. Praise the Lord, my soul. And I couldn't find anything that was exactly what I was wanting to share uh, along with the message this morning, so I've, I came up with my own. If you remember, Jesus said that He was the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So I thought, uh, maybe I'll do something from A to Z because we don't know what Alpha to Omega means in the Greek. Uh, we don't know what it means from Aleph to Tau in the uh, Hebrew. But in English, A to Z, I thought of Almighty God. 
God is beyond all measure. He's our creator. He is divine. He is everlasting, forgiving, gracious, and good, holy, invisible. He's provided Jesus, our son, his son. He is the king of kings. He is love. He is majestic and mighty. He helps us with the new creation. And we should be willing to bring thanks offerings to God for all that he's done. He is peace and power, yet he has a still, small, quiet voice. He's righteous altogether. He's our Savior, Shepherd, and Spirit. We can be thankful for all that he's done for us. He upholds us. He has virtue, ultimately. God is wisdom. And I had to fudge a little bit on exalt. We can exalt his name in all the earth. God is yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And we should be zealous for him and his work. Let's have our invocation prayer. Father, we thank you this morning for all of the excellent qualities, for all that you are, the great I am. We thank you that you have stood with us through the times, through all times, even when we don't obey, even when we stray. We thank you, Father, for your love and compassion and goodness and grace. And we thank you this morning that you can speak to us even in this message and in the service through the music. We pray that you will speak to our hearts and help us to uh, take away your message this morning. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Psalms 105 states, For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Won't you stand with us as we sing the beautiful hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness.
because of that we can sing of the goodness of God. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Oh, your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands. From the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will see of the goodness of God. You have been faithful All my life You have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love you, led me through the fire in the darkest night you are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend I have lived in the goodness of God all my Of the goodness of God. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. With my life laid down, I surrender now. I give you everything. Your is running after, it's running after me. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so Okay. I didn't hear it. There we go. Now we know.
again welcome and uh, we thank uh, appreciate brother Ray joining us and uh, sharing the message with us this morning and uh, his continued support of Cypress Street and uh, the ministry here and uh, he has no shortage of duties uh, between uh, being regional pastor and and assisting us as uh, uh, interim but uh, we appreciate your time and, and your efforts for us and for the kingdom. Brother Ray shared with us last week that there were some pastors in China who had been arrested. Uh, actually, there were 10 pastors who were incarcerated, arrested uh, last Sunday, but they have been released. So we have a praise this morning. Appreciate your prayers and uh, continue to pray for the message that is reaching the people, so many people and needs in China. Uh, pray that they can be reached effectively for God. We have uh, some uh, prayer needs in the bulletin that you can read, but uh, uh, Church Secretary gave us a list also of others. Uh, Donna Vickery shared uh, Shirley Derwin had sh shoulder surgery. Uh, Carrie and Zanya shared that the Soila family, uh, there was a 12-year-old girl with Down syndrome and uh, passed away Friday morning. We'd gotten that note. Thank you for that. Continue to remember the family. Uh, B.J. Lawson shared Dustin Redmond, a neighbor who was in a car accident and had been airlifted to Shreveport with four broken vertebrae. And Carl Coates, uh, an 80-year-old uh, who had fallen and broken hips and rib. And we're glad to have Brother Lowry with us again and glad that he's back and uh, making progress and uh, improving uh, and Brother John Spires is improving and is getting around pretty well. I'm glad to have both of you this, this morning. PJ uh, shared uh, Patrick Anderson. Uh, he's the church rent house real estate agent that we utilize. Uh, he had high blood pressure and he had two stints put in recently. Uh, Cynthia Worsham, uh, daughter-in-law is having angiogram Tuesday can't get the blood pressure down. Gina and Ed's Eddie Sosa, a sister with back surgery issues and stomach spasms, and brother-in-law's mom who's in a nursing home in a coma. Of course, you see the other needs. Uh, as always, uh, at least for this time in the church life, uh, continue to remember the pastoral search, the work of the search committee. Um, Pray that God will speak to the one who is considering uh, what he and his wife will be doing. And uh, just pray that uh, it will do what's best for them, for the kingdom, for us. All these things have to work together in God's time and in his wisdom. And uh, pray for Brother Ray and the others on the list this morning who need uh, special prayer. Let's go to God in prayer. Father God, we uh, thank you this morning not only for the a little relief from the, the drought and the, the heat, but we thank you for uh, the times that you've answered prayers in the past. And uh, responded with the needs that uh, your people have, and you've uh, given care and attention, and sent others to work uh, work with folks and uh, provide uh, assistance in uh, in your name. We pray that you will continue to speak to our hearts and uh, help us to draw close to you and to um, 
work ever more closely with you uh, that the kingdom will come and that uh, we'll be ready. We pray that you'll be with those who've been mentioned this morning. Uh, their uh, praises this morning for uh, release of the captives. We, we know there are other physical needs that people need healing or need continued healing and need to be uh, strengthened. Uh, knees and, and feet and ankles and hips. You know about all these needs this morning and we pray that you will focus uh, especially on those that uh, we're aware of today and in this place. Pray that you'll be with those who are uh, related to the church family and, and friends and, and relations and we pray that you will uh, strengthen them and give them peace. Uh, we mourn with those who, who have felt lost this week and need to have special touch, need to be able to feel your presence. Pray that you will um, speak to those who need to, uh, to be strengthened this week and need some peace. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, church body couple things I want to run by you. Uh, first of all, uh, on the back as you go out today, you'll, you'll see a bunch of groceries. It looks like somebody went to the grocery store and brought the grocery store, and uh, especially, man, cereal and all kinds of stuff. And that's courtesy of the Hathaways. Butch and his family uh, really have a ministry of helping people, and that's part of it. So anyway, what they're doing out there is anything that you possibly could take and you feel generous, just put some money in and take what you need and that'll go to the We Care, which is our benevolence fund. And uh, we've been, there's been a lot of people having needs. We've had fires, we've had all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of We Care needs, so we, we could use that. But also, if by chance you're here and you have a need, you need some cereal, you need some stuff, and, and financially it's a struggle right now or whatever, you take it and then you'll get we cared, okay? So you can receive or you can give, but either way, it's all about that. And here's what I would do. if you Let's say you don't need 10 deals of cereal, but you feel led. The reason is maybe you can give them to somebody else. And then when you give them to them, you can pray for them. And that works, don't it, Kathy? It works. And God will bless you there as well. I also want to thank each of you, especially, uh, man, Wednesday night, uh, your attendance, big crowd, uh, good spirit. And that, that means a lot. Thanks to the leaders. We're meeting today at 2 o'clock. So while you're taking your nap, we'll be meeting. Hopefully we'll get done and go get a nap after that. Uh, but it's terrible when you get to the age you think about naps. Isn't it? Oh my goodness, I've been set free. But anyway, that's coming up, so really be uh, praying for them. You guys are blessed with great leadership here. We are blessed with great leadership here. And we're preparing for our annual business meeting coming up. So be thinking about if you feel led to serve in an area. And we'll be sharing those qualifications for you and those positions that will be coming up as well. Okay, if you have your outline, and you should there on the back of your, uh, I don't guess you call it a bulletin, uh, information sheet, whatever. It's on the back. And yes, it looks like a dissertation. It's not as bad as it looks. Brooke's going to help you through it. We'll make it. We'll make it. But I've been sharing with you on a sermon series, The Power of Gratitude. And we're beginning to wind it down. We talked about the secrets of a singing heart, which I thought that worship set was great to deal with that. And then we talked about our work and we said the sermon was take this job and love it. Um, and then uh, we talked about needing a gratitude adjustment with our attitude. And today, I didn't know what to name it. I'm calling it thank offerings because of our second text. 
Um, but also Mike could have worded a couple other names and titles. One could have been don't block God's blessings because God's wanting to pour out blessings and sometimes we're the ones that's blocking it uh, as well. But I also thought about calling it uh, 9010 and I'll talk about that a little bit later. But we're going to go with thank offerings as the title uh, and we're going to do a little more meddling but this scripture means a lot to me and I right now want to reach out I rarely do this to my grandmother, Grandma Owens. I got a rare call this uh, a while back and I tried to return it and never connected. It was somebody that had been in First Church of God years ago. I, I don't know how many years ago, 35 or 40 or so, maybe more. And we were just, uh, they just wanted to catch up on me. They'd heard about my mom and dad. And in that conversation, she said, you know, uh, your grandma Owens, who many of you knew, taught Sunday school for 63 years, kindergarten, and never missed a Sunday. And uh, she actually grabbed me one time and said, you can teach too. Come on, get in here with me. And of course, back then they had high technology. They had flannel boards, and you stuck the characters on there. And if you moved them, you peeled them off and stuck them here. It, and I will tell you, I helped her some. I, I helped, believe it or not, lead singing. You know, that's unbelievable as a little kid. But every kid, when Grandma was speaking, I mean, I don't know if it worked today because, you know, we are fighting Xbox and PlayStation and all that. I don't know. But it was pretty dynamic. But this scripture that I'm about to read to you is one that I remember her sharing and it really touched me. And I have tried my life to be the 10% and not the 90% because of this scripture. Would you notice there, Luke chapter 17, verse 12. This is Jesus. As he was going into the village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. Let me stop. Do you know what leprosy is? Your body, your, your flesh is falling off. It's horrible. I mean, it is beyond anything you can imagine. It's eventually fatal, but it's a terrible. And it, of course, is contagious, and they didn't have the treatment for it. Believe it or not, Louisiana had a leprosy colony down in Carville. I don't know if anybody here knew that. But, you know, they would, they would separate you. This is terrible. This is beyond anything. And you're, you're not even supposed to approach them or go near them. And they met him, and they stood at a distance, because that's what they were supposed to do, and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And this is cool. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them. How many? One of them. When he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. That would be kind of an outcast. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Wow. Let's pray. Father, take these words and our other text and the scriptures and God just speak to us. Father, we're, we love you and we want to be more of what you want us to be. Lord, I love the fact we can be young, we can be old, but we always are growing in you. So God, you have permission to speak to us at the core of our being because we know you created us, we know you love us, and we need a Father to speak to us this morning. Encourage us as well. Father, we're yours. Speak to us. And all God's people said, Amen. You know, so often in life, we go through life and there's so many blessings to God and we're not always the best at thanking God. Now, some of you are probably great at thanking everybody, you know, like a politician. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I don't know, but the natural thing is not to do that. So I have a question for you. Are, and that's where the title would have come in. Are you the 90 or are you the 10? And you don't have to answer it out loud. You know in your heart. And sometimes you might say, sometimes I'm 90. 
I want to be a 10. Or <laughs> sometimes I want to be a 10, you know, and I end up being a 90. But this is really what I've always tried to be in my life is to be the one to say thank you. I mean, even at work in little things, things you notice that are appreciation or what somebody does, are you appreciative of that? Do you have an, a, an attitude of gratitude? So we forget that quickly, what God has done for us. There's three things we often forget about God's blessing, and they're going to be pretty quick here. The first one is, we are blessed because of God's goodness, not ours. Okay? I'm going to say that again. We're blessed because of God's goodness, not ours. There's none righteous, knows not one. And I'll tell you what, I mean, by the world standards, you guys are amazing. Don't get me wrong. But here's what I'm saying. We're blessed because of God's goodness. I don't know if any of you know, there's an old cartoon years ago that, and I don't get the paper anymore, but it was Dennis the Menace. And Dennis is a good old boy. And, and in the cartoon, him and his friend Joey were walking off the porch of Mr. and Mrs. Wilson's home. And bless Mr. Wilson's heart. But Ms. Wilson, and they had a cookie in each hand and they were smiling. And uh, Ms. Wilson is standing at the door with a deal of cookies and I can just see Dana's chocolate chip cookies. I mean, fresh smelling, you know, how good they are and all that. And Dennis says this, no, Joey, Ms. Wilson doesn't give us cookies because we're good. She gives us cookies because she's good. Now, from Dennis the Menace theologically, you can gather that that's exactly how God is. You know, Dennis hadn't hardly ever been good, you know. And so I have to say to Dennis, amen, amen. The second one is we are blessed to bless, not blessed to be a reservoir. We're blessed to bless others and to be a blessing, not blessed to be a reservoir. We think about it. You know, today in this culture, it's very self-absorbing. In our culture, it's all about us. It's all about we. We've recently seen this even, you know, sometimes it infiltrates the church. But scripture tells us God loves to bless us very much so. He wants to open the store gates of heaven and bless us. The point is so that we will be rivers of blessing that flow out of us. In fact... We become God's hands, feet. You know, we're, we're the conduit. So the church is simply God's, Jesus' body today because he's not walking around. We're his hands, we're, we're his feet. And we're supposed to be passing it on. God said to Abraham when he blessed him, I'm going to bless you and make you a blessing. And, and the whole world will be blessed through you. God wants to use you and me to be a blessing. And that's awesome. That's a cool thing. So if you give a deal of cereal or whatever it is in the name of the Lord or you help somebody or you see a need, hey, it's a blessing. Let the Lord flow through you. Thirdly, we're a blessing according to how we handle. We're blessed ourselves according to how we handle blessing. How we handle blessing. Matthew 25 there are three servants that are given different amounts of talents. And one of them, he says, you've been faithful with a few things. I will bless you or trust you with much more. And it's a beautiful illustration. One gets a little bit. One gets a little more. One gets a lot. And the one that hide it under a bushel, <laughs> you know, hide it and don't use it. One, well, I don't know. And then one takes it and says, hey, I'm going to do something with it. We're going to make something with it. That's what God wants to do. If there's somebody, if there's three of us here and, and one of us, you know, if Mike's one of them and man, when whatever God gives him, man, he's flowing through and helping others, you know, and then uh, say Randy's over here and he's doing a little bit, but he's storing a little up, you know, the economy's kind of bad, you know, and then I'm over here going, man, I'm hiding this stuff. I want to hold on to it. I've never had this much. I just want to hold on. And I want to tell everybody what I got. You see the difference? This is the one God's going to bless because it's flowing out. And he'll bless this brandy a little bit. <laughs> and then I'm done. <laughs> I've already got my blessing on this side, you know. And that's kind of how it is. And so it's important. So if we give thank offerings that honor God, you notice the second text in Psalms 50, 23. 
It says, he who sacrifices thanks, thank offerings honors me. And he prepares the way so that I may show him the salvation of God. So when you think of all that God did for you, how are you offering thank offerings to him even this morning? So I have some things on the outline I want to run through that have to do with giving thank offerings that honor God. And there's four areas that we'll talk about. The first one is by the way you pray. Whoa, can prayer have something to do with thank offerings? Absolutely. By the way, what is prayer? Prayer is communicating with God. Prayer is not just what we do up here or we have, oh God, almighty God, and go around 35 times or whatever before we get to the point. It's not all about that. That's okay. Prayer is just communicating with God. In fact, we're supposed to be pray without ceasing, which means it's just we walk around in a kind of attitude of prayer. So if our attitude gets off and you have an attitude of prayer, you go, oh, Lord, forgive me. I'm not having good thoughts right now. I want to slap them. Not in the name of Jesus either. I just, you know, I'm having issues. You know, be with, but you're talking. And then you kind of wait a little while or go turn on praise music or worship music or whatever. Or get in the word or, or run to your spouse and say, oh, help me, honey. Help me. Or whatever it is, you know. And God helps you. You're in an attitude of prayer. So by the way you pray. And this is cool. Make saying thanks a part of every prayer you offer. You might not start with it, although I think that's a good thing. And here's the key. And sometimes, once in a blue moon, make prayer, the saying thanks in your prayer, the only prayer you offer. In other words, every now and then, have a prayer where all you do is thank God. Do you think that would be cool? Absolutely. And we don't do it enough. I don't do it enough. You know, but, but our attitude of gratitude is involved even in our prayer. So every time we pray, God, thank you for this, 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 whatever it is. Lord, sometimes it's a bad situation and you can't start out that way. But I go, God, I thank you because you're going to work through this in a way I can't see it. What's that? Faith. Right? And that's an opportunity. And then sometimes you start kind of frustrated with God or yourself or someone else. And as you pray through it, God has a way of speaking to you. And you kind of come around to his way of thinking. You know? Which is awesome. Do you ever feel taken advantage of by people? Has anyone in here ever been taken advantage of before? Anybody? This is church. You better raise your hand. In fact, if you have never been taken advantage of by anybody, I would like to schedule an appointment with you. We need to talk. Sure you have. Now, fathers, husbands, men, I don't know if you know what a honeydew list is. Are there any men that know what that is? Just a few? Okay. Okay. Well, I'm so blessed. I have a friend, though, that had a struggle a while back. His wife was one of these anxious types and A plus and he was a little more laid back and all that. And she had a two page honeydew list every Saturday his day off. And I mean, it's like she's waiting there for him to wake up and come in there and she pushes, gets breakfast and gives him the honeydew list. Thank you, Dana. I love you, baby. <laughs> Woo! Oh my goodness. Well, basically, the dad didn't feel very appreciated, and he never could meet up with a list. It kept growing. Anybody know people that make lists? I do too. I make lists. The lists keep growing. I mark them off, and then at some point there's more marked off, and I start a new list. It ends up being just as big as the other list. You know what I'm saying? And, and, it, and then here's where it goes with that. It doesn't start just with not feeling appreciated himself. The kids pick up on it, guys. Uh-oh, uh-oh. The kids pick up on it that dad's not appreciated or whatever. But I thought about this. What if at the beginning of the list this wife changed it to this? Okay? To the man of my life, you know, at the top of the list. To the man who fulfills me. To the man above all other men. To the man that I'm so blessed to have. Now you women are getting sick, but listen. Okay? <laughs> listen. 
But man, wouldn't that do something to you if it talked about how wonderful you are? And man, what you did last week helped me so much. And here's some things if you have time, you prioritize. But these two I'd like doing. But if you started that way. Well, I think our prayer list to God starts as a honeydew list. Many times when we pray to God, we have all these things, God, we want you to do. We have prayer list, and that's wonderful. Lord, with my memory, we need that. I got that. But it's all these things we want God to do when really we ought to start with what I was kind of illustrating there. God, you're amazing. You are the best. You're, you know, I mean, just tell him how wonderful he is. God adores and inhabits our Praise. Good. Good. See? So that gets us going. And just use that illustration in your mind or that thought when you face that. And I think our prayer list too often is a honeydew list sometimes. And wouldn't it be amazing if every once in a while with that, you know, we just got on our knees or we came to an altar or we went to a prayer room or just... Man, wherever we are, and we say, Lord, I don't want anything. Now, you're probably fibbing if you say that, but, you know, try and say, Lord, I don't want anything. I just want to say thank you. I will tell you that's moving to the next level. That's moving to the next level. Scriptures there on your outline, Philippians 4, Paul's amazing. He says, don't be anxious about anything because we live in, as already shared Wednesday night, Anxious medications are out the roof. It's gone crazy. The whole society's anxious. I'm not discounting it. I'm just saying the truth. It says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition. And notice it says prayer and petition. And, and, it, and in other places, praise. So in other words, yeah, you can have your list, but pray. Talk to me. Cast my cares to me. But hey, once in a while, love on me too, you know? With thanksgiving, there's the positive, present your request to God. Man, that's great. So the thanks is there. Of course, 1 Thessalonians, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Man, he's thanking him when he's in jail. I don't know that I could do that, but Paul did. And I mean, that's a beautiful place to be. So in our prayer, Make saying thanks to God and gratitude and appreciation, every prayer, a part of it. But once in a while, let's just thank Him for who He is. And you know, you might have to do that through worship music or whatever it is. Secondly, another way to give a thank offering is by the way you give. By the way you give. Treat your tithes and offerings to God as both a priority and a privilege. Now, too many people today think tithing's an option. Pastors know already that, that, you know, I've been impressed with how giving's continued through online and stuff like that. But it's, it's an 80-20 thing. 20% of the people give 80% of the money. 20% of the people do 80% of the work. So there's instead of a 90-10, we're a 20. And I want all of us to be a part of the 20 because not just doing what God said, but being blessed. Notice on your outline, it says a tithe, which is 10% of everything from the land, whether grain from the soil or fruit of the trees belongs to the Lord. It's holy to the Lord. In other words, everything we have comes from God. God's just saying, give me the first 10% and I'll bless that 90 so much that you won't be able to, in fact, it'll be pressed down. And I want to tell you, this is so true. You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. In fact, he even says, test me in this. I think it's impossible to outgive God. And I'm going to give you some illustrations. And, you know, I think it's possible God's looking to bless people in the same way, but he can't because in the financial area, and I know people that live this life, and maybe a little of it's training and not understanding and all that, but I think a lot of times God's wanting to bless us, but we don't want to bless. And I'm not talking about, about going crazy with it and not being able to take care of your kids and do all this sort of thing. I'm talking about just the 10%, giving it to God, trusting Him, and then as God lays on your heart, you can do more and more and more, and then He blesses you more and more. That's great. But I'm talking about making that a priority. It's got to be a priority and a privilege. 
there was a, a back in the 40s after the war an entertainer and it was right after the war he went to Louisville Kentucky for an uh, engagement and it was he got there two weeks ahead of time and the money was running a little low he and his wife traveled together and so they decided to go to church they had two weeks so they went to the Methodist Church one Sunday the Baptist Church another Sunday and on the Methodist Sunday it was lay Sunday and the speaker was a dentist I was thinking he could be a Gideon, but anyway, he spoke on money, and it really made him mad. Okay? It made him mad. Now, why did it make him mad? I'll leave that to you. We'll see if that's, a, that's an IQ test. Okay? Well, you'll see. The guy preached on Malachi. It says, will a man rob God? How? In the tithes and offerings, you know? And then it read about test me in this, see if I won't pour out the gates of heaven and all that stuff. Give and it will be given to you and all that stuff. And man, he got mad, mad, mad. Well, when they got in their car and headed back to their hotel, the wife said, you know what? I'm really convicted about that. We, we, we don't give. We just go from town to town and, you know, we make this money. And I know, you know, places and we just, we don't get, oh, he just, then he got mad at his wife. Now, no way. We can't afford it. So finally the wife stayed on him and started praying. And later in the day, okay. So they got all their money and laid it out on the bed in the hotel room. And after they did, they counted out 10%. And they walked down to the mail slot. And he said it was the longest walk of his life. <laughs> Satan's going to make sure that when you do something. Uh, in fact, I know people that tell me when they felt the call of the Holy Spirit on their life to come down to rededicate their life or get saved or whatever. They just, I've seen, I've been preaching, Carver, you know, I've seen people shaking. And, and what's amazing is they want anybody to know, but, but they got change in their deal. And you hear, ching, 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 ching. It's so funny. And you're up here preaching and you just see it, you know. And, uh, but as soon as they make one or two steps, guess what? It's good. It's that first step. And so this was tough, the first step, and, and, and as he was going down there to mail the money. But he said as he was analyzing and talking to himself, he said, well, I do feel good about it. It's doing the right thing. But you're going to be sorry, devil said. Oh, you're going to be sorry. You know, you're going to be sorry. Well, later in the week, they went to see their agent. And that local agent that was booking them up for the place. And he says, by the way, I got you a free hotel room from now on. And also you need to put everything you eat at these two businesses on a tab. And we'll get a 30% discount off of it and we'll settle up later. And so just say put it on a, a tab. Then he said about two weeks into it, he got a Veterans Administration check. Which, by the way, is a miracle because no, the Veterans Administration didn't know where he was. He's traveling and it came to him. And if you get a government check that you're not expecting, you better say, it's a miracle. Okay? And so that really hit him. And then they were held over two more weeks for six weeks. 42 weeks later, 42 weeks later, they had traded their car in, got a high trade in, got a new car, all their debts were paid, and he wasn't even a Christian and he saw God work so much, guess what? He became a Christian because of tithing and seeing how God worked. Because he tested God in this. Wow, what a neat story. I thought that was something. I've talked to my dad before when he pastored in San Antonio about a man there that wasn't a Christian but believed in tithing and how it helped him in his business. And I, I never got to hear if he got saved, but what an amazing faith journey. So it's a privilege. Lotus on your outline, 2 Corinthians. You must each make up your own mind as how much you should give. Don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. And by the way, I'm not putting any pressure. This is just, this is a roadmap that God laid out to success, okay? So don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves the person who gives cheerfully. Amen? So, God wants it to be a joy to give, feel good to give, not begrudging, you know, in a negative way. I think I've shared this with you, but a pastor friend of mine in Oklahoma, uh, actually that's not true, a pastor friend of mine in Arizona that uh, was sharing how church was growing, it was doing dynamic, and uh, 
and and this couple got saved and felt led to tithe and you know all that and they had a lot of struggles kind of reminds me of uh, Dave Ramsey if you know his story how he was struggling and and all that and uh, anyway as they were going along uh, God started blessing the business and finally it got really tough because the check he was writing was huge in fact it was so huge they broke it down from monthly to weekly you know and it was in the thousands I mean it was huge so they were really struggling and finally the wife said something look let's go talk to the pastor we talked to him before you know let's go talk to him let's get some counsel so they went to my buddy and they were counseling and he said as they were speaking God just gave me this thing that we once in a while get this miracle and he said I tell you what he said pastor I'm just being honest with you writing that big a check every week's tough he said I bet it is tough I agree with you. It's tough. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to pray that God will bring your revenue back down to a level that you feel comfortable giving 10%. And you know what? This guy looked at his wife and said, that makes a lot of sense. I don't like it though. I think we'll keep writing the check. Do you follow what I'm saying? I mean, man, if you make $40,000 a year and you're writing $4,000 a year to the church, you're going, boy, that's tough. What if you're making four hundred thousand a year and you're writing forty thousand dollars a year? Ooh, that's really tough. No, they make so much. No, it don't matter. What if you're making four million a year and you're writing four hundred thousand a year? You see what I'm saying? But the point is, do you want to go back down to the forty thousand? No. God blesses, and here's the point: you don't do it to get, but He's just promised to bless us in that. So I just think that what I'm saying is giving money giving away food giving away things that you see a need a meal or whatever is part of being grateful and having an attitude of gratitude amen it's a part of that thirdly thirdly get my outline out here give cheerfully okay thirdly give thank offerings by the way you share Express gratitude to God by giving generous with his children or his kids, with his children. By the way you share, express gratitude to God by being generous. You know, when we act act, uh, generous to God's children here on earth, we also bless the Father in heaven. Now, as a parent here, every one of you know that you're blessed when somebody treats your kids great. When somebody loves on your kids, could be a youth leader, a coach, a teacher, a neighbor, you know, loves on your kids, man, you, you think it's great. It's the same way with God. Notice Matthew 25, 40. The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you've done to the, one of the least of these brothers of mine you've done it to me Jesus is saying if you do it to the least and you do it in the right spirit guess what you're doing it to me so it's like I'm giving it to Jesus does that make sense when I bless other people or whatever I remember in GBC that was a college that existed in Houston Texas a few of you been there and went there Um, it it moved to, to Oklahoma City later and it was Houston and we, this is we didn't have student loans and we didn't get forgiveness okay I'm just telling you those were tough days and a missionary came to share and there was a it was about an orphanage so it reminds me of Carvin's ministry as well and this person only had twenty dollars in their billfold $20 was like a hundred easy okay that's big time and it had to last for four to five days before the check came in from mom. Mom sent some money, you know, every back in those days, every week. To it was pretty tough, you know, how it was. Well, he felt this. The student felt really convicted about it, and it was just he felt like he should. He was struggling with it, but she didn't have a lot of time, so he had fear and joy at the same time. Fear that he wouldn't eat, and this guy ate. Just telling you. We put out several of the all-you-can-eat restaurants out of business in Houston, Texas. I'm just telling you. Uh, That's what we look for, you know. And Dana and I were so poor when we were in college that we knew that the Kroger brand pot pies didn't have bottoms, but you could get four or five for a dollar. Remember, we talked about that. If you were high cotton like it's payday, you got banquet. And we didn't even think of Marie Callender. 
I mean, that's the life. I mean, there wasn't none of this borrowing money and living high on a hog while you were at college, let me tell you. And that kept us thin, and <laughs> we had to live on love. That's about all we had, you know, and studying. Well, same thing. He, he felt convicted. So he went ahead and put, and he wanted to get changed. But it's hard to have an offer plate come on to change. You know, it just, you can't do it. So he's really struggling. Like, I want to give, but this is all I got. So he went ahead and threw it in. Well, on the way out of church, one of those nice older couples there at West 11th Street said, hey, come to lunch with us. We're going to Poncho's. Does anybody in here know what ponchos is? Man, you raised a flag unlimited sopapillas. Bless their heart. Man, no quality, but good quality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, there's still a few around, by the way. We Googled it and looked around. Uh, there used to be one in Bossier, actually, Bossier City. Well, anyway, that's amazing. You can eat ponchos in the last two days. It'll stay with you for three. But anyway, <laughs> so guess what? The parents' check that always came on Thursday or Friday of the week, guess what? It came on Tuesday. Now, I'm just saying I'll never forgot that story. We shared it in our class together, and that spoke to my heart. And when you're generous and you give to others or you do to others, I'm just telling you God blesses you when you do. Fourthly, when we give a thank offering that honors God, do it by the way you live. Give God a gratitude gift of obedience. Sometimes we forget this, the gratitude gift of obedience. Look at your text there. Because of the service by which you have proved yourselves, men will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ. And for your generosity in sharing with them, and with everyone else. In other words, people when they see your obedience, they honor God because they see it's humble and it's not about you. And then also in 1 John, this is love for God to obey His commandments. You know, several years ago, I was <clears throat> thinking about how blessed I was in my marriage. Y'all know I've got an amazing wife. And I was thinking about how it was and how neat God sent me to Kansas. And I've shared some of that. Uh, you know, it was a really tough time for me. It ended up being the best thing. And how you know, fortunate I was to have her. And I was feeling pretty good about myself, thinking about how I thought about her. And by the way, she's been gone a week. She's coming back. No pun, no, no, no correlation here. Uh, but anyway, you know, I love her with all my heart. I need to go tell her and all this, you know, and do the right thing and everything. I was feeling pretty good about myself. Then God spoke to me. And he said, well, why don't you treat her that way every day? Somebody let the air out of, you know, what? I've got to do the right thing. I'm a good boy. You know, you know how it is. I mean, you know, and he says, well, look, sometimes you steal the joy out of her life. You know, when I'm talking after everything's done and you've got a project going on or your ministry, you're doing all these things. We're talking day to day. And, and man, he really kind of got a hold of me. In other words, appreciate them every day in the little things. In the same way it is with God. You know, if we live every day in the little things for Him, we're really saying thank you to God. It's an appreciation to God. And the best way to say thank you to God is one way is to be obedient. Whatever He tells you to do, whatever His Word says do, you just do it. And you might not want to do it, but you're always blessed when you do it. Amen? You are. And uh, John Ramsey, pastor of a church, Every Sunday, somebody in the church gave him a, a, a boutonniere or a carnation. Somebody gave him that. Usually we get them at funerals and weddings, um, and especially weddings. And somebody always gave him one. A little boy named Toby came up to him and said, uh, what are you going to do with that? And he just met the kid. He didn't really know him very well. He said, well, why are you asking? He said, well... I lived with my mom for a while, got taken away. I lived with my dad for a while, got taken away. Went back to my mom, 
went back to my dad, and now I'm living with my grandma, and she is so sweet. She kisses me, reads the Bible to me, has prayer with me every night, feeds me wonderful, and is always there, and I want to give it to her. And he said, no, you can't have it. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to walk right down there and get that whole bouquet of flowers, and you're going to take it to grandma. And the little boy said, what a wonderful day. I asked for a boutonniere, and I got a bouquet. And everybody's going, oh. But that's how it is with God. God wants to give us a bouquet. We might only ask for a boutonniere. But if we're obedient and we're doing right, he loves to bless us. How many of you believe that? At the bottom of your outline, as we close... It says, I will give God sincere gratitude offerings in the way I pray. You can put whatever it is. That's for you. The way I give, the way I share, the way I live. Those are things that God might lay on your heart from today. Maybe the way you worship. And I think I'm going to just close in prayer if that's okay. And here's what I want to say. Maybe the way you worship. I need to give God a gratitude and like I told you, you can ask the lady in the box, Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play some praise music. Okay? Google will do the same thing. You know, your phone. You don't have to. It's, it's amazing. Use it for good. Hey, how about the way you testify? The way you offer to pray for somebody? This is the war zone. How you love on people checking you out at Walmart when there are no checkers. I mean the real world. Church, internet, ask any waitress what the worst day to work is, and guess what they'll say? Sunday lunch. That don't look good for us. Shame, shame, shame. So maybe the way I give, the way I bless, and you don't need to just give your regular deal. I'm not talking about you can do what you're led, but just love on them. Just be nice. Thank you. You know what saying thank you does? That might be something. And I guess I'm going to conclude with saying maybe one of them for a lot of us is, is just show love. But I say this, I can only give what I've received. So if I haven't humbled myself and asked Jesus into my heart and received the gift of gifts, really make sure I've received it and even rededicate myself to receive that salvation and receive it, then here's what God will do. He'll flow through me. He'll flow through you. All you got to do is be a conduit, a funnel that lets God flow through. So Bow your heads with me. As I pray, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Not necessarily my message, but what is the Holy Spirit saying to you that you need to give God as a sincere gratitude or thanks offering? What needs to be more of a priority? Father, I thank you that you love every one of us. And God, the one that you're speaking to right now, you love so dearly. God, there's some areas in our life or an area of our life that we need to be more committed to giving you a thank offering. Thank you, God, for creating me, creating us saving us, giving us a way for salvation, for filling us with your Holy Spirit, God. Oh, move us to the point we really become more and more filled with your Holy Spirit. God, for giving us purpose, man, you've got a job for us to do. No matter where we are, where we work, at home, we have a purpose and you have a purpose for us. Oh God, thank you. There... There's so much that you do for us. And you always, always love us. And there's nowhere we can go, life or death, and get away from your presence. Thank you, God. So, God, we thank you. Help us to be thankful. So, God, the commitment that we make right now, the commitments that we're making, I pray your Holy Spirit would empower each of us 
to be faithful, to improve in those areas and to become more like you. God, I also pray that you would bless every person in this room, people hearing my voice, that God, as they apply these principles, your word is true. God, would you bless them so much, they would just see you as if you're right there in the room, working in their life. Oh God, these people are wonderful and they love you, they need you, and I pray blessings on them in the name of Jesus. And God, may we leave in a few moments filling your love. When we go to circles, Lord, when we come back today, know that you love us and we love you. And all God's people said, Amen. Mike. Get the circles after the service. And uh, let you go today. Remember the, uh, an old blessing from the Old Testament. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. The Lord be gracious to you and lift up his countenance upon you. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Amen.